Hello, welcome to Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV related news. It's January 19th, 2018. I'm Michael and with me is Shannon. Hi. Are there any movies coming out this week? Yeah, this week going from limited to wide release, Call Me By Your Name. In Northern Italy in 1983, 17-year-old Elio begins a relationship with visiting Oliver, his father's research assistant, with whom he bonds over his emerging sexuality, their Jewish heritage, and the beguiling Italian landscape. This one is very well reviewed. 96% fresh. It's 234 reviews, 225 fresh, 9 rotten. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things. Yeah. So, looks like this is definitely one to see. Also in wide release from Limited this week, I, Tanya, Based on the unbelievable but true events, I, Tanya is a darkly comedic tale of American figure skater Tanya Harding and one of the most sensational scandals in sports history. Though Harding was the first American woman to complete a triple axel in competition, her legacy was forever defined by her association with an infamous, ill-conceived, and even more poorly executed attack on fellow Olympic competitor Nancy Kerrigan. The movie stars Margot Robbie as Tanya Harding, Sebastian Stan as her ex-husband Jeff Galuli, and Allison Janney as her mother. I really wanted to see this. Um, I guess I'll have even more of a chance. Uh, I didn't even realize it wasn't in wide release because it was playing in a lot of theaters around here, but um, I guess it's opening up in even more, so. Yeah, I want to see it as well. It's 89% fresh, 205 reviews, 183 yep. fresh, 22 rotten. very solid. It is. Not as good as Call Me By Your Name, but. Yeah, but this also looks like it's there. more fun. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Also going to wide release this weekend, Phantom Thread. Amid the glamour of London in the 1950s, renowned dressmaker Reynolds Woodcock and his sister Cyril dress members of the royal family, film stars, heiresses, socialites, debutantes, and dames with the distinctive style of the House of Woodcock. Women come and go through Woodcock's life, providing the confirmed bachelor with inspiration and companionship until he comes across Alma, a strong-willed young woman who soon becomes a fixture in his life as his muse and lover. He finds his carefully tailored life disrupted by love. Written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson and starring Daniel Day-Lewis, Leslie Manville, and Vicki Krebs. Yeah, we talked about this one when it came out in limited release. It looks pretty good. I mean, it's 92% fresh, so it's it's very well reviewed. Yeah, and this is supposedly Daniel Day-Lewis's final movie. He says he's retiring from acting. Huh. But I guess he does another really good job in this movie. So we'll see if that sticks I don't know, or so not. So many other people have said that and then come back <laughs> to do more. But we'll see. I mean, he seems like a serious guy. So maybe he'll stick with that. Also out this week, Den of Thieves. A gritty crime saga which follows the lives of an elite unit of the L.A. County Sheriff's Department and the state's most successful bank robbery crew as the outlaws plan a seemingly impossible heist on the federal... Reserve Bank. It stars Gerard Butler, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, and Pablo Schreiber. So this does not have as good reviews as the other three movies. No. 35%. 35%. Although it's only 23 yeah. reviews so right. far. So you never know. But probably, you know. It's probably yeah. not going to get too much better than that. No. But if you find these types of movies entertaining, then, yeah. you know. It might be fine for yeah. what it is. I don't know. Also out this week, 12 Strong. 
Following the September 11th attacks, Task Force Dagger, including CIA paramilitary officers and U.S. Army Green Berets, Operational Detachment Alpha 595, are sent to Afghanistan. They joined forces with General Abdul Rashid Dostum of the Northern Alliance to help conduct unconventional warfare against Taliban forces, starring Chris Helmsworth, Michael Shannon, and Michael Pena. You know, this one's also not too well reviewed, 53%, uh, which makes it rotten, but that's only 51 reviews a total yeah it's not it's not, not as bad as the last one but. it's not as bad as the last one no but I'm, I'm still not gonna run out and see this no and finally forever my girl the third my girl movie <laughs> the end of the my girl no trilogy. that's not correct no. no unfortunately it isn't uh forever my girl tells the story of country music superstar liam page played by alex rowe who left his bride josie jessica roth at the altar, choosing fame and fortune instead. However, Liam never got over Josie's one true love, nor did he ever forget his southern roots in the small community where he was born and raised. When he unexpectedly returns to his hometown for the funeral of his high school best friend, Liam is suddenly faced with the consequences of all that he left behind, based on the first book of the same name in a series by author Heidi McLaughlin. It's not critically liked. No. 14%. That's the lowest of all the movies this weekend. Tw- only 21 reviews counted, but three fresh and 18 rotten. Not good. I watched the trailer and it, it really looked like cheesy garbage. I mean, you know. It's really unfortunate that it isn't the <laughs> My Girl. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love that actress too. I'd, I would totally watch her reprise that role. And Macaulay Culkin could always come back. No, he no. can't. <laughs> you mean like as a ghost? Zombie. But then wouldn't he be like a child ghost? Lana? Well, they could do CGI. Maybe get the youngest Culkin to pretend <laughs> to be Macaulay. I know, with all those siblings, they must have like, he must have a, a nephew that looks kind of like he did, right? <laughs> or something? Or or there's still one of his siblings is the right age. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think there could any, be any that young. All right. Um, Anything out in limited release? Yes. Also out in limited release this weekend, Mary and the Witch's Flower, Mom and Dad, and Small Town Crime. Do any of these look good? I don't really look too much into them. I think Marion the Witch's Flower is animated. Yeah, and it's, foreign, maybe. it is. Yeah, and it looks, looks like, like it. it has a pretty high. Yeah, it's, it's got right 89 tomato meter. That's that's pretty good. Mom and Dad is a Nicolas Cage thing, uh, mm-hmm. and it's got 74, which isn't terrible. He can do no wrong. Well, is that true? Yep. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, so, yeah. I guess it's a it's a dark comedy and small town crime has got six seventy six percent which isn't bad either all these are pretty pretty good um yeah so lots to choose from this weekend so a few more news items since we recorded our midweek show earlier in the week yeah saudi arabia has lifted a 35 year old ban on cinemas and began screening feature-length animated children's films last weekend 
Cinemas were banned in the early 1980s under pressure from Islamists as Saudi society turned towards a particularly conservative form of religion that discouraged public entertainment and public mixing between men and women. I thought this was, you know, it's, it's a great development for Saudi Arabia. They can, you know, go to the movies again. Yeah, and look at the movies they but chose. The first two movies they chose were the Emoji Movie and Captain Underpants. Are they trying to turn people away from Western culture? Apparently. <laughs> I think they are. I don't know. Those are... I mean, Captain Underpants was a little better than the Emoji Movie, but... <laughs> I mean, the Emoji Movie honestly wasn't as bad as I was expecting no, it to be. Yeah, all those reviews, I was expecting it to be truly horrible, and it was only bad. Right. <laughs> Regularly bad. But I think, still... I think Pixar movies have, have made us very spoiled when it comes to children's movies. Yeah. There's definitely better movies they could have chosen. They <laughs> yeah. could have gone with Paddington 2 in our next That's news true. item it made it to over 100 reviews with a still perfect 100% fresh score and it still has it yeah now it has 165 reviews and it still has a perfect 100% score it's only the fourth movie i think or the fifth movie to to get there and to stay there so uh it's pretty impressive yep. you think there's going to be one person that brings it down like that other movie Probably, uh, probably at some point. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to keep an eye on it. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Taraji P. Henson from Hidden Figures and director John Singleton are uniting to make a biopic about Emmett Till, the 14-year-old boy who was tortured and murdered in Mississippi in 1955. Um, yeah, this is a pretty horrible story but it was very important because it kicked off the civil rights movement um, specifically because the mother of the boy of the 14 year old boy allowed his casket to be open um, showing everyone just how badly he was beaten and tortured yeah this is gonna be something that's hard to watch but probably important, important to, to watch, watch. yeah, yeah. And what, uh, does it have a name yet? No. Okay. According to The Hollywood Reporter, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, the screenwriting duo behind Sony and Marvel's Spider-Man Homecoming are in talks to direct Warner Brothers' Flashpoint movie. The film will star Ezra Miller reprising his role as Barry Allen, the Flash from Justice League. The Flash solo film has previously had two other directors attached. Rick Famuyiwa left in October 2016 over creative differences. His exit followed that of Seth Graham Smith, who had written the script and was attached to Helm. Ben Affleck turned down the job as well. So this is interesting. John Francis Daly, I don't know if I knew or forgot that he had anything to do with Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, I didn't even realize. I don't, I don't think I knew. And so anything that John Francis Daly does, I'm willing to... As another Freaks and Geeks alum. Yeah. And plus but he's done he's good done, things. Yeah. Like Horrible, Horrible Bosses, Bosses was really funny. Yeah, it um, was. So, and Spider-Man Homecoming was good. And wasn't he involved in the Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs? Maybe the second one? I think I think they wrote that oh. too. Or maybe I'm making hmm. that up. So, um, it's, all, it's, it's still weird to me that they're making a Flash movie while they have a Flash series on the air as well. With yeah. a totally different actor. Yeah, that is weird. 
I wonder if they're trying to... The DC movies have been a little bit more serious than the uh, Marvel movies. I wonder if this hiring these guys is like trying to make a turn for like a more comedic movie. Possibly. And I mean, I heard that The Flash was comedic in Justice League. I mean, that's that's the only one he's really been... Right, I mean, we didn't see that yet. No. So, yeah, I mean, that's definitely one of the criticisms I see of all those DC films, that they're too serious. Mm -hmm. Per The Hollywood Reporter, J.J. Abrams is shopping a space set spec script that, should it go to series, would be the first show he wrote and created since Fringe in 2008. Sources say Apple and HBO are both in the running for the untitled drama, with producers also open to additional bidders. Sources say the Abrams drama is about a family, consisting of a mother who works as a scientist, her husband, and their young daughter, who all get into a terrible car accident. After the mother winds up in a coma, her daughter begins digging through her experiments in the basement and winds up being transported to another land amid a world's battle against a monstrous oppressive force. Her father then follows her into this new world. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds interesting. It does. Reminds when me I first a little saw bit that. of A Wrinkle in Time, but yeah. Yeah, when I first th- saw that, I was wondering if they were talking about Star Wars or something, but no. That's That's weird that he hasn't written and created something since Fringe. I feel like he is attached to a whole lot of things. Is it just that he was is he just producing, producing or something like that? I don't know. Even when he writes and creates shows, he usually doesn't stay too involved no. in them. Like, Didn't he bail on Fringe pretty quickly? I think he did. And I know with Lost, he left like in the middle or maybe not even that far into it in the first season and he had like almost yeah. nothing to do with it he like directed one episode in the third season and i think he was completely hands off well it it sounds like an interesting premise i'd like to give it a shot i would be afraid he would bail on it and it would go downhill but i don't know well we'll see for the hollywood reporter in a competitive situation with multiple outlets bidding Apple has landed a 10-episode comedy series executive produced by and starring Kristen Wiig. The project, inspired by Curtis Sittenfield's upcoming short story collection, You Think It, I'll Say It, and produced by Reith Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine Banner, is Apple's first scripted comedy pickup. So, this is another Reese Witherspoon Yes, it's the third one in like a few days. (laughs) Really, uh, Um, going all in on... Yeah. It's Reese Witherspoon and Apple. Do they have any the shows in development that aren't Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> I don't know. I'd have involved. to look it up. Well, that's interesting, and Kristen Wiig's funny. Kristen Wiig is very funny. Oh. Um, yeah, I'll totally watch this whenever it actually happens. <clears throat> and uh, last and probably least, Amazon ordered a second season of The Tick. But they canceled One Mississippi, I Love Dick, and Jean-Claude Van Johnson. One Mississippi was Tignataro's show, and I Love Dick was from Jill Soloway, who had something to do with um, their critically acclaimed one, Transparent. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I watched one episode of I Love Dick, and I didn't like it. And Jean-Claude van johnson is something to do with john claude van damme right yeah some comedy with him kind of could be funny well but don't you know 
don't go into it expecting it to be continuing right <laughs> or have closure since it sounded like this came as a surprise all right and now let's take a sponsor break hey do you like robotic animals that you feed electronic food and that live in a keychain or whatever yes well get a tamagotchi then tamagotchi you've got a tamagetch this so Netflix has a couple of originals coming out tonight. Drug Lord Season 1, The Open House, and Trolls The Beat Goes On Season 1. Also on Netflix, Dallas Buyers Club, A Serious Man, The Longest Day, Cave of Forgotten Dreams, Barefoot in the Park. I meant to see Dallas Buyers Club. I guess I have no excuse now. Hulu got Meek's Cutoff, Wendy and Lucy, and all seasons of ER. Wait, are Meeks cut off and Wendy and Lucy both Michelle Williams? Mm-hmm. And the same director, I think. Oh, okay. That's what I was thinking. I, li- I liked both of those a lot, especially Wendy and Lucy, although it was sad. On Showtime, Tinker Tailor, Soldier Spy, and that's it. <laughs> that's it, because, uh, you know, we, we mentioned a lot of them on our midweek show. So how did our poll come out? So our poll, what do you think about the news that Marvel may finally be developing a Black Widow movie? The results were 47% said great success, 35% said it's about time, 12% said I do not care, and 6% said I am displeased. So overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, I'm surprised there was even 6% that were displeased though. Why? I mean, it's the internet. (laughs) I guess. I mean... There's gonna be people who... Well, then why why can't you just say I don't care? I mean, what's displeasing about... All right, never mind. But yes, yeah. it is mostly positive. So everybody wants to see this. They need to uh, get on with it. And our poll for this week, what movie are you most excited to see this weekend? Phantom Thread, I, Tanya, Call Me By Your Name, or 12 Strong. I think I would say I, Tanya. I agree. That would be my choice as well. I'd see Phantom Thread or Call Me By Your Name yeah. as well. I don't yeah. know about 12 Strong. Call Me By but Your definitely, Name would be Definitely I, Tanya, I think, would be the one I'd be most interested in mm-hmm. first. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Like us. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Follow us. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show and talk to you next week. Goodbye.